Now broadcasting from inside Furry Heads rent free, he's gonna tell you what it's really like to be a furry and he's not holding back. Get ready for your weekly dose from the prescriber of the hard truth on Unleashed. Here's your host, Lifty Husky. Greetings folks and welcome to another episode of Unleashed and tonight we want to start this week's episode with a new segment that we like to call the Twitter Twat of the Week. Bird up. Time for the Twitter Twat of the Week. Tonight's Twitter twat of the week is none other than Pizza Wolf at Pizza Wolf with a zero for the O in Wolf. Pizza Wolf is a wolf from Chicago that quote unquote does not stink. Right. I beg to differ. It says, uh, I break shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. You do. Yeah, you do. So anyway, the reason why we're blasting uh, Pizza Wolf tonight is because we got some interesting responses to one of our tweets that we tweeted out. It was attached to uh, Rob Rose's tweet that we also tweeted out, where Rob Rose is asking the president at Pfizer was the vaccine tested for transmission before it was sent out to the public? And of course, she says incredulously and with no sense of shame at all, no. What? And so Pizza Wolf decides he wants to put in a rebuttal. So he decides to do it in the most ignorant way possible, in a way that, you know, tell me that you didn't watch the video without telling me you didn't watch the video. And he tweeted out, uh, pretty sure most foods vaccinated. And, um, and, you know, Brandon, <laughs> I was just coming back from a trip in Pennsylvania when I saw this. Brandon saw, sent me this. And, uh, and I was coming back and he's like, yeah, I'm not handling this. You, you do it. And so I, so I did. I just came back from a trip to Pennsylvania and I see this. And I decided to, you know, I'm going to stir the pot a little. So I say, I think you missed the point. We're talking about vaccine mandates, you know. I don't care about how many furries are vaccinated. It's kind of a shame that most furries are vaccinated because a lot of them were coerced into getting the vaccinations, either from their state and local groups or from all these conventions requiring the vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Or peer pressure. Or peer pressure from family. Or they had to take it because their college required it. And again, none of these reasons actually stood up to any scrutiny after that bombshell was dropped. And if Pizza Wolf actually stopped to watch this video, you know, it's not that long, it's not that long of a, of a video, okay? If he just stopped to watch the video, take in what was being said in that video, and then probably offer a nice rebuttal, I probably would respond in kind and say, well, we feel like this is a very problematic thing to bring up, especially in the floor of the European Parliament. But no, no, uh, you know, Peter Wolf did not really give a shit. He went off again and said, don't think 
constitutes the division you make it out to be. If 80 to 90% of furries are vaccinated, then you gotta be offended to divide people. Go right ahead. Dude! And again, I this time I'm just like, okay, I'm dialing up the asshole meter just a little bit more. You know, Brandon, he's not going to be an asshole on Twitter. He gives that over to me. <laughs> I dial it up a little based on how much asshole this, uh, you know, I'm getting back. And this person clearly doesn't get it. This, this person is like really fucking stupid. So I respond in kind. You know, I tell him, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get what I'm trying to say. You don't get our argument. You don't get what the dude in the video is trying to say. You didn't even watch the video, so you don't get it. And then you've got to be quite dense to think that we're the ones who are dividing people. Not the furry con chairs that are telling people to go get vaccinated or you can't come to this convention. That sounds like division. It, it's got to, you've got to have like a really small, smooth brain to think that I'm dividing people and not the state and local admins who are insisting that people go get vaccinated and wear masks and social distance for fears of catching a, a virus and then thinking that anybody who says otherwise is an Untermensch who needs to be divided away from the group because they are peddling misinformation that can kill people. Just like they did me. Oh, oh, but I'm the one who is dividing people. I'm the one. And then, uh, you know, I told them, you know, maybe you should listen to our show and provide an actual rebuttal to what we're saying instead of running your mouth. Yeah, again, I just dialed up the asshole meter just a little bit more because I could tell he, I'm dealing with an idiot here. And, you know, because I'm dealing with an idiot, he still doesn't get it. He still doesn't get it. And then he's like, Oh, I'm not feeding your furry InfoWars kickoff. And it's like, oh, okay, all right, all right, I'm, I'm done here. I'm done here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Folks, I have no patience for this asshole. I have no patience for people like this. This is what furry political discourse has devolved into. These people do not want to debate. These people don't want to discuss. They don't want to debate. They want to dominate. Yeah, you can put that in a bumper sticker. <laughs> they don't want to debate. They want to dominate. They want to dominate the conversation. It's either what they say or get the fuck out. That's all they ever want to do. That's all they ever want to do. They want to dominate the conversation on COVID so that it just boils down to wear the mask and take the shot, you bigot. That's it. That's it. And then interestingly enough, 12 minutes later, Hmm. Pizza Wolf, I catch Pizza Wolf tweeting out this stupid sob story about my friend's mom died today. I just got the news. Really? You just got the news? That's fishy. At like one in the morning, your time? Really? You know, I would think that your friend would be like trying to console themselves into this, uh, this into the grief of losing a parent, but no, you wanted to tweet about it because you just heard about it at 1 a.m. after you were arguing with me about vaccines and vaccine mandates? Hmm. Really makes one think. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that sound a little fishy? 
Oh, very fishy. And then they want to tweet, the data is clear. What data? You know what was clear? The fucking Pfizer president saying that, no, we didn't test for transmissibility, but we just said that it would stop transmissibility anyway. Bruh. That wasn't clear to you, you dumbass. So because of severe mental incapacitation and other crimes of stupidity, I, I dub thee the piece of wolf as the Twitter twat of the week. It's greatly awarded. And this is what you got to learn. These people do not want to debate. They don't want to discuss. They don't want to do anything in a rational and sensible way. They just want to dominate the conversation. They want to say whatever they want and get away with it. But people like me, I have to cross my T's, dot my I's, and make sure to get all my references in a row. Because I'm not allowed to say whatever I want. But Pizza Wolf is. Just like he's able to say a fishy story about, oh, my friend's mother just died. She was unvaccinated. She died of COVID. The data is clear. Hmm. Is it? What data? He didn't even post any data. No, he didn't. Meanwhile, I post an entire video of some big shot from Pfizer saying, we lied to you. And this doesn't really matter to you. I, I just, I'm shocked. I really didn't think you can go that low, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally shocked. Totally shocked. But that's the thing. The truth doesn't matter to these people. The truth doesn't matter. They just want to dominate the conversation and then just continue to press for the narrative or whatever the narrative is because they've been told that's the narrative. Yep. That's what's true. Don't question it. Don't question the science. Don't question the science makers. No, no, it's the science. It's the, it's the narrative. Follow it or you're a bigot. <laughs> I love that they try to call me the furry Infowars bigot. I have, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of uh, Alex Jones. I really am not. He definitely just stretches the truth. I really was kind of annoyed with uh, his video on Hoovy's video about the Ford F-150 Lightning. He stretched the truth to where even he could see the truth and he ignored it just so he can play on, on his own narrative. And in, in which case, Pizza Wolf and Alex Jones are kind of like two sides of the same coin. Right after this spat, where Pizza Wolf clearly showed that he is just incredibly stupid, he went over to your profile, text, and mm -hmm. he did what? Oh, he just uh, started blasting me. Oh, and he also uh, unfriended me, unfollowed me. Oh, yeah, he unfollowed you. Yeah. So we're supposedly the people that are dividing people just by, you know, talking about certain issues that require people to ask questions about. Yeah. Like, why is Big Pharma lying to us again? Instead, yeah, we're the people who are dividing people. Not people like Pizza Wolf, who will like somebody like Tex on a number of things, like most mainly cars. You know, yeah. you two, you two kind of hit it off on cars, yeah, right? Oh, we did. Well, it's something yeah. we grew up doing, you know. But as soon as we question Big Pharma and their narrative, oh nope, nope, can't follow you anymore. Nope, sorry, your disinfo. Bye. I, I guess I am a bigot. I guess. Dang. But yeah, I mean, he he came in here and he actually proved our point that people like him are only dividing the community on unvaccinated, vaccinated lines. Yep. 
Congratulations, Pizza Wolf. How do you? How does this make you feel? It's amazing. I won't know. He won't comment. <laughs> no, he won't comment. <laughs> uh, he might comment on this podcast, but I don't know. He says he's not going to listen to our podcast, which is I, I I totally expect that because of course he's a dipshit. Yeah. And I didn't really expect him to hear to listen to our podcast. He won't even listen to the to the video that completely puts his entire narrative on blast. Everything he believes about the vaccine is put on blast in two minutes. Yeah. In a very eloquent way, in a very simple way. But he doesn't want to believe it. And he it. doesn't want to believe it. No. No, he doesn't want to believe it. But, yeah, that's why he's the Twitter twat of the week. Twitter twat, we salute you. I'm not saluting that asshole. No, fuck that. Uh, I was giving it the middle finger salute. Anyway, but th these are the people that you got to watch out for because these people... They just want to dominate the conversation, and they want to dominate it in the way that pleases them. And when it comes to certain problems, they want to ignore problems until they become a missing stare analogy problem. Remember how we were talking about the missing stare in the first episode? Oh, I do. I remember that quite well. And that leads us to tonight's topic, because this is part of our missing stare analogy <laughs> problem right here, is somebody that we have talked about on this podcast before. And uh, you may remember last year I was talking about a person by the name of Ripley Violet Tempest Storm. And we were talking about them, or I was talking about them on this podcast, because they threw a huge <laughs> hissy fit. Absolutely huge hissy fit. He had a hissy fit at uh, BLFC, and then he went to the FedEx store. He had a hissy fit there. And then he went to Johnny Rockets. He had a hissy fit there. And it was so bad that people were calling on BLFC to issue a statement about why this beautiful, dainty, trans-disabled person was treated so transphobically <laughs> at BLFC. BLFC, you need to make a statement. You need to say sorry. This is rampant transphobia. It cannot stand. Never mind that Ripley was, of course, not the only trans person that was there. Not only that, but I'm pretty certain that Ripley was also not the only disabled person at BLFC. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, Ripley just went on a crusade that BLFC pays what they owe to Ripley for acting so transphobically and having so many people be so transphobic to this dainty trans princess how dare you <laughs> how dare you <laughs> uh, thank you greta <laughs> he did uh collect a lot of people that were all for ripley and wanted blfc to issue a statement and to issue an apology including but not limited to people like casmut the chair of anthro expo who has a mouth bigger than the oceans and deeper and wider than the Marianas Trench. <laughs> and That's also, deep. yeah. And also, people like Amaretto and Drain from Philadelphia, Amaretto in particular, who felt like BLFC needed to apologize. And I'm like, apologize for what? You didn't even get half the story. You don't even know if what, she's saying, what he's saying is true. So somebody did a little bit of digging, 
And it only was a little bit. And they found out something that uh, was really of no surprise to a lot of people that were looking at this, especially those who knew Ripley before. But Ripley was lying. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. Ripley lied about everything. And not one person can bring forth any incriminating evidence that people were being transphobic or saying slurs to Ripley. Nevertheless, Ripley was banned permanently from BLFC, actually by the GSR, the Grand Sierra Resort, because it was pretty damn certain that it was Ripley who was starting a fuss and Ripley was making it out to be the victim of all this, even though it was a Ripley was a victim of a crime that they committed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, flash forward one year later, guess who's back? Oh no, not Ripley. Ripley is back. Tell a friend. Because we got this video that I'm pretty sure many of you have already seen the video, but here's the audio just for your listening pleasure. Take a listen. Oh, by the way, Brandon remixed this because he saw the video. He, he pissed his pants <gasps> watching the video. And we have the full-length video, by the way. It's, uh, over, you, it's over two minutes. Yes, thank you, Brandon. He remixed it with some opera music because <laughs> this was art. This was performative art. And we need to, we needed to appreciate this performative art by Ripley Violet Tempest Storm in the best way we know how. With beautiful opera. Felissimo. Yes. With Lachmé's flower duet. Let's listen in. No. It's just they don't give a shit about marginalized people or disabled people here because they're bigoted. I'm a Title IX minority. You have a fucking problem? You don't say shit to me. Yeah? Well, fuck that. Fuck FC. You ableist pieces of shit. You bigoted, transphobic pieces of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Bring it home, scare bitches! Take the nail down! This is your fandom! You piece of shit! Shut up, bitch! Yeah, fuck you! You white, cisgendered piece of shit! Fuck you, you're what makes the fandom miserable! <laughs> Yeah, that's because you're nothing but pieces of shit! Yeah, film me all you want, motherfucker! Come here! Come here! I beat taxes! I beat taxes! Come again! And he's obviously picking a fight with the people, which is randos who are just trying to enjoy themselves. Oh, yeah. Maybe because you should. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pressing charges! Pressing charges! Pressing charges! Pressing charges! Oh my god. god. This is this is this is beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> so if you've if you have watched the video, um I'm pretty sure most people have watched half that. You know, he of course <laughs> says the word a lot. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. he says it twice. He says it twice. And, of course, this is a big no-no in the LGBT community, especially in the furry community. They, they, they don't oh, want to yeah. hear They don't want to hear the word. <laughs> so that's why we had Mr. Dave Chappelle come into the studio to just say that one word for us and, you know, work that out. But, yeah, there's a lot going on, obviously, in this video. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot going on. with. So let me just paint a, uh, the background for this brouhaha that's happening. So further confusion, which is a convention in San Jose, that usually happens in January. They have kind of like a potluck event or a picnic in a park in California in the fall. And... Unfortunately, one person that was there was Ripley Violet Tempest Storm, also known as Ripley, also known as Ribbit, also known as Riley, also known as Ripperoni, also known as Ravioli, also known as uh, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, we've talked about Ripley before. Needs no introductions. And of course, this person, Ripley Violet Tempest Storm, was... I guess having a pretty decent time up until this moment. But what actually caused this to happen? Well, you'd be surprised to learn. Based on what I learned and based on what I was picking up from various people who were there, is that Ripley apparently was trying to light up a marijuana joint. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Trying to light a joint yeah, up. Yeah, he was trying to light a joint. And uh, he was told by staff, don't light up a joint, don't smoke in the public park for a couple reasons. One, people don't really want to be around marijuana smoke. But two, it's illegal. And in California, it's even more so illegal because in California, what do you think happens when... Mm. You know, just a random cigarette butt gets thrown somewhere in California. We get a massive blaze of fire. Oh, yes. Oh, just yes. One, yeah, just one little cigarette butt. Oh, yes. Just, yeah. one, just one a stray cigarette butt can light up half of California. So they've been cracking down on that in California very severely to where if you're at a public park... No smoking anywhere in the public park. But Ripley, being Ripley, thought that this was an assault on trans disabled people and Title IX minorities and other nonsense. It's what's going on here. Excuse me, ma'am. No porn at the bar. Oh, it's okay. I'm transgender. <laughs> oh, I, I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. That's Ripley. That's Ripley for you. Expecting yep. to be able to do whatever they want and not suffer any consequences at all. 
and not be told to not do anything. This Ripley is definitely a person who has never been told no. Or anytime they've been told no, they're like, this is an assault on trans people. No, it isn't. Just because your card was declined at the 7-Eleven doesn't mean that's an assault on trans people. No. Just because you were told, Ripley, that you can't smoke in a public park because nobody else can is not an assault on trans disabled people and Title IX minorities. Actually, let me go back to that whole Title IX minority crap because I'm pretty certain that, you know, he's just throwing out buzzwords to use as a defense shield from criticism. So Title IX refers to collegiate sports, okay? Yeah. And Title IX basically, in a nutshell, says that if you have a men's sport at, in a college, you have to have an equivalent women's sport. That's it. And it applies to colleges. Colleges with collegiate sports. So what the hell does Title IX minority mean? Nothing here because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's all a bunch of gobbledygook. It's just added words. It's added puffery to think, oh, well, oh, I'm a Title IX minority. How dare you speak to a Title IX minority like that? But then again, this is Ripley. (laughs) Yeah, it is Ripley. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ripley with... The brain, she's a no good. She's a broke. As a good friend, Chris Plant, you would uh, usually say about Joe Biden. <laughs> she's a brain. <laughs> the brain, she's a, she's a broke. She's a no good. And that, you know, especially with Ripley. Good God. So, of yeah. course, Ripley is uh, going around in, in a wheelchair, just acting like a wild wildebeest. And uh, yelling at everyone and everything, making a, the entire scene about themselves and in true ripley fashion of course they're you know throwing a temper tantrum like a five-year-old that didn't get their the the candy that they want and then they start picking fights so so ripley just kind of like zooms (laughs) to this group of people all the while somebody is like videotaping this on their phone to put on tiktok (laughs) And then they just decide to, you know, yell, and you caught in one part, they were saying, well, four people told me to go home today. Maybe you should have. Yeah, you should have. If you're this much of a disturbance to people, maybe you should go home. Maybe you should cool down, think about how you behaved. Yeah. Touch some grass. Yeah, light that grass. Yeah. Yeah, maybe smoke a bowl. Yeah. I definitely feel like if Ripley just went home and smoked a bowl, feel a lot better. A lot better. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fucking a lot better. Oh, yeah. And um, it gets even worse for Ripley because Ripley's like just yelling at people and just trying to pick fights and yelling the word at people. (laughs) Um, And, you know, these these are furries that just want to enjoy their you know little picnic their little sunny day and yeah. you know they just want to enjoy it with a bunch of people they don't want to deal with this insane buffoon in a wheelchair and then it it's funny so in the video there's this one dude that sticks out because uh they're wearing this elephant fursuit and and as soon as they say oh i suck dick for cock you know, you gotta see it. They just put their they just put their huff right on their head. Like it's like oof. 
Oof. Oof. Like they're Big ashamed. Oof. They're totally ashamed that that came out of Ripley's mouth. And I just got to say, how bad does the economy have to be for somebody to have to suck dick to get cock? Let's think about this for a minute. Okay. If you have to suck dick for cock, it's got to be the, the, the cock market has got to be <laughs> so, so insanely inflated to where <laughs> you have to suck somebody else off just so you can get to the dude that you really want to suck off. And I'm thinking, what? Our, our, economy, our economy is that bad that we can't afford just basic dick sucking? That we got to suck two dicks for the price of one? Apparently, Riley does, because you kind of have to hear very, very, very carefully. But he's like, he's, he's, he's yelling at this dude in the blue shirt saying, oh, what do you got, a tech job? I suck dick for cock. <laughs> like, that's Ripley's job. <laughs> and I'm like, how bad does the economy have to be? Where you, have, you got a dick, you got to suck two dicks to get to the one cock that you want to suck. That's bad. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Ripley, did you ever invest in chapstick? Because you do a lot of suck. How bad does your suck have to be for you to have to suck a dick to suck cock? <laughs> oh, suck dick for cock. But of course, we mentioned on uh, Twitter, and if you're not following us, please do. There's plenty of amazing shit that happens on our Twitter, even if we don't post it, all that often, including, you know, the Twitter twat of the week. Somebody tests us and, you know, turn, makes us turn that asshole meter up. You better believe they're going to be posted on Twitter twat of the week. But anyway, we posted about this on the Twitter, and we posted about uh, Ripley Violet Tempest Storm. Ripley Riley Ribbit is a professional victim. I mean the words exactly as I dictated them to Brandon. Brandon sent that tweet. And I said professional victim because that's exactly what Ripley is, is a professional victim. And all you got to do is just go back a year, almost to the day, and you're like, holy shit, Ripley did this shit again? Yeah. Yeah, Ripley yep. did this shit again. And uh, it, of course, got worse. So Ripley mm -hmm. goes after Mr. Tech Job, who is recording this whole thing with his smartphone, reaches for the smartphone, tries to grab it out of his hand. He fails. And then Tech Job guy just pushes him down, push, gets him out of the wheelchair, and he just stumbles around. Mr. Dumbo from uh, before <laughs> that you know, went oof. He's just like walking around, trying to wave his hands away, telling people, you know, don't make a scene, don't make a scene, don't make a scene. He's trying to defuse the situation with the people, even though Ripley behind him is making things 10 times worse. And that's where you get the part where he's like, doing, press the charges, press the charges, press the charges, press the charges. Oh, really? Okay. So Ripley is the person who would have said ACAB, defund the police. But when it comes to him assaulting somebody else and then getting the shit knocked out of him for it, he's like, police, press the charges. Really? Yeah. 
talk about a uh, double standard. I mean, Ripley is a grade A clown. This is clownery, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, we laugh at it. We absolutely laugh at it because it's incredibly stupid. Oh, yeah, but we get a kick out of it. And I mean, if you didn't see it yourself, you wouldn't believe if it was just coming out of my mouth. But when you're seeing it yourself, you're seeing this performative, avant-garde, Kafka-esque thing just unfolding in front of your eyes. And it's just completely wild. And then it, it gets even better. It gets even better. No way. So then he goes after, he goes after Mr. Tech Job. But he does it in the most hilarious shit ever. He scoots. Like, he fucking scoots. <laughs> He's fucking scoots. He's like, come here! Come here! Fucking, fucking asshole! Fucking, fucking this, fucking that! He scoots on his ass! It's like he's got worms! Like he's got worms! <laughs> like, goddamn! <laughs> Just scooting on his ass, going, come and get me, bitch! Come and get me! Come and get me! <laughs> And he's doing it so fast, too. Yes. Yes. So a lot of people have commented about how fast he's going. And usually with people who are disabled, you know, from the waist down, they wouldn't have that much strength in their legs. And it's very difficult. If you don't have strength in your legs, it's very difficult to scoot like that, where you're pushing the dirt with your heels. Very difficult yeah. to do that. But... Our dear trans-disabled princess, Ripley, is able to do it. He's doing it like an athlete from the Olympics. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, sure if, I'm sure if ass-scooting was an Olympic sport, Ripley would win gold. That's oh, a, yeah. That's exactly what Ripley should do. Tell the Olympic Committee that they need to make ass-scooting an Olympic sport because... I'm Title IX minority! You don't That's say shit to me! <laughs> <laughs> and then just watches as Ripley just like scoots over and, and aggressively scoots to the, to the silver and bronze medal winners and just starts beating the shit out of them with his legs. So I want to get back to the GOP-looking, uh, mascot-looking motherfucker because he had some interesting things to say. And I, the, Remember when I said that you got to be on guard for these people who just want to turn problems into missing stare analogies. Well, this dude, at Cap'n Carlisle on Twitter, he's one of those people. So he tweeted out after the video went viral and people all over the world were, show were seeing it. Like, I'm telling you, it went on louder with Crowder. And they were taking the piss out of it, too. It was amazing. Now that's bad. Oh, man. It, it was hilarious mm. how they were doing it. Oh, it's wonderful. And I follow Gab's Clark 5, uh, Gabby Clark, who is doing an amazing job being on the front lines of uh, stopping grooming in schools. She retweeted it. She was like, what in the hell? And it, it, it went everywhere. Even Blair White did a video about it yes and i'm like it it went around the world and back again i mean at this point this video is like going places and there is no way for ripley or anybody else to control the narrative nope 
But then Captain Carlisle, this GOP mascot-looking motherfucker, he decides to tweet out this. Yes, that's me in the video. That's someone I care about having a mental health crisis. Don't watch it. Don't retweet it. Don't comment on it. It's not your business. Don't contribute to the algorithm making it a spectacle. Okay. All right. Okay. Stop. 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 Mm. Wrong. Okay. Fuck you, first and foremost. I watched the video. I watched it multiple times. So did you, Tech. So did you, Brandon. Everybody in the FJB studios watched that video. Okay? Multiple times. Multiple times. We laughed our ass off because it's fucking clownery. <laughs> Second of all, instead of you doing something about a quote-unquote person that you care about, like moving them away from the people, getting them to another place isolated from everybody else, and getting them calmed down, you taking charge of the situation, trying to defuse the situation with Ripley, you instead do nothing. You let Ripley just stomp around like a wildebeest with a mental problem, just barking at everyone and everything, kicking and screaming like a man-child. And then you have the gall to say it's our problem for watching the video and for reacting in the way that we do. In this case, laughing at it, laughing at it, retweeting it and saying, look at this shit. Look at how incredible this shit is. And it was. Like, can you believe this shit? Yeah, because Ripley. <laughs> it is not our responsibility to look away and to pretend this is not a problem. It is your responsibility, if this is someone you care about, like you said in that tweet, it's your responsibility, you fucking flappy-eared faggot! It's your <laughs> responsibility to take control and to defuse the situation with this person that you care about. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you really cared about this person, you'd make sure that that person gets the help they need. Yeah. That means I don't really want to see Ripley at another convention because I'm pretty certain this is going to happen again. Because people like Cap and Carlisle are really just going to let Ripley go, let Ripley do whatever they want, not really give a shit, Blame it on everybody else whenever Ripley has a mental temper tantrum again. And here we are again. And another experience is ruined. Yeah. Thanks to Ripley. Yeah. We call those enablers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what Captain Carlisle is. You know, he doesn't want to fix anything with Ripley. And I guarantee you, he doesn't know who Ripley actually is. But, you know, give it time. Give it time. Captain Carla is going to learn just how insufferable <laughs> and impossible and incorrigible Ripley actually is, and then he'll want nothing to do with Ripley. Yeah, he'll be singing a different tune. He's going to be like that one meme where this, this uh, girl is pushing this other girl off a cliff. It's going to be like Captain Carlisle, and he's pushing Ripley off a cliff. <laughs> just give it time. Well, just give it time. He'll be rolling off a cliff. <laughs> Yeah, just give it time. Captain Carla will be like, why am I not doing that? Why am I sticking around with this bitch? You know, I'm gonna, these brakes on this wheelchair are probably going to fail one day. And then I also have to address the other elephant in the room, which is, of course, the pronoun usage that we've been employing, 
in this entire episode. And I say he for one particular reason. Because Ripley is a pathological liar. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Ripley has lied about everything. Everything. Almost just about everything. Without proper documentation for anything that Ripley does. Why would you believe anything that Ripley says when, of course, with just a little bit of digging, you can find out that Ripley's lying? Take, for example, the BLFC incident. Everybody was on Ripley's side until somebody just did a little bit of digging, just a, just a couple of phone calls to finally get the story straight and figure out, oh, Ripley was lying about everything. Hmm, shocker. Shocker. And now we here, we're here again, and Ripley has the audacity to play the victim once again, just because Ripley's not allowed to smoke a little marijuana in a public park where that's blatantly illegal. And being told, no, you can't smoke at this park, Ripley, is obviously transphobia. It's against disabled people. What is wrong with you? Hmm. Truly, what is wrong with you? And then he has the audacity to lie about it yet again on a tweet where he takes a screenshot of the public chat for further confusion and then says, oh, well, the person apologized to me and said that I was innocent. Dude, how many people do you think watch that video? <laughs> you weren't innocent at all. And you need to be lucky that it, they just watched the bottom half of the video. The first half, which we actually picture, uh, which we actually featured in that recording, was actually spliced from an earlier video. It's it, it's not the video that went viral all around the world. It didn't give any backstory to what was happening. Why why you called uh, somebody a <laughs> nor why you were taking people's phones and got the wind knocked out of you. But nevertheless, Ripley, you were not innocent at all. In fact, if Mr. Uh, Tech Job wanted to press charges on you, he absolutely could, and that video will be evidence. Oh, yeah. Do you want that, Ripley? Mm, that's a good one. So when he tweeted that out, a lot of people, myself included, also called him out about it. So he deleted the tweet. But that's what I'm saying. We're dealing with a pathological liar. I don't believe anything he says. Not about his transness, not about his disabilities, not about anything. I don't believe a word that this person says. Why should I? When he's lied about so much, why should I believe, oh yes, the transness, the disability, all that is true. But everything else isn't. Why, why should I believe that? Hmm. Oh, you should. Why should I give a damn about pronouns when nothing this person says is true? Oh, yes, they changed their, their gender to non-binary. Okay, whatever. Does it make any difference? Honestly, does it make any difference to the story? No. Ripley still acted like a petulant man-child, whether you use he, she, it, or they pronouns, and that's not changing. And for anybody who has no idea who Ripley is, I, I implore you to learn a little about who Ripley is and what they do. Because I guarantee you, you don't want to be anywhere near this person. You don't want this person in your events. Remember what happened at BLFC. They kicked up a fuss because they thought they were being misgendered or whatever. And people were saying uh, slurs, transphobic slurs at the Johnny Rockets. None of that was true. 
And all it took were a couple phone calls to get to the truth. And people were actually happy to tell the truth about those incidents. And then a year later, we do the same thing. Ripley wants to act the victim, but instead is creating a ruckus because they were told no. No, you can't smoke weed in the park because that's illegal. And I guarantee you, if you or I did the same thing, we would be in cuffs. Oh, we would. We would have the cops called on us. We'd be in cuffs and we'd be on the back of a police cruiser. Yeah, we would. And people would clap and cheer that disturbing young man who created a disturbance at this event being carried away by the police. But no, Ripley gets to go home and live another day. Yeah. Complete slap on the wrist. And Captain Carlisle wants you to forget about everything and not watch the video and not even chastise Ripley for having mental breakdowns like this. No, it's just it's just a little mental health crisis. Nothing to worry about, bitch. Really? Bitch, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's not little <sighs> mental breakdown. That is not a little mental breakdown. That's a full-blown schizophrenic episode yeah I have schizophrenia yeah something either an, uh, an episode i'm not a i'm not a psychologist i'm not a psychiatrist so this is just me just observing what i'm seeing but this looks like either some kind of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder that's gone unchecked but nevertheless ripley needs help ripley needs desperate help and it's probably going to be that, you know, Ripley is going to have to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist kicking and screaming. But if that be the case, then all power to whoever has to drag Ripley to get help. Because it is not going to be easy for, to handle somebody with as short a fuse as Ripley. The same person who would blow an entire temper tantrum simply because their ungodly long name won't fit on a credit card. Really? Yes. They made a stink about that. This person's got issues. Oh, yes, absolutely. They've had issues. That's why when I caught the uh, Bill FC story, I smelled bullshit from a mile away. I was like... This, this is sus. Tanya, this is sus. I just have an intuition that what Ripley's saying is not quite the truth. And I was right. And to this day, Drain, Amaretto, Casmut, uh, they didn't retract any of their statements. They're still out there saying nonsensical bullshit. And I'm still like, you know... Uh... Yeah, you were. You know, I was right, by the way. I was right about Ripley the entire time, and I'm right again. Gotta take my W's whenever I can. But in short, Ripley doesn't need to be at any other conventions, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Because if you dare to bring Ripley into any of these conventions in the West Coast, I don't believe that they're going to go anywhere. Uh, in the East Coast or in the center of the country because, you know, they have to wheel themselves everywhere, apparently. But if you invite Ripley to be an attendee at any of your conventions, you're basically inviting 
this mess to happen at your event. The BLFC incident, and now the further confusion picnic incident, you're inviting that to happen at your event. That's why I'm saying just ban Ripley, just preemptively. Avoid this from happening at your event. And please, please pressure Ripley to go get help. I would say just tell Ripley, if you have to tell him anything, to get help and that you need to tell the truth, even when the truth hurts, and that you need some help to actually be a well-adjusted member of society. Because this is not normal. This is not normal. And I'll tell you this. This has a bigger, deeper impact on the furry fandom than any CSI episode or any stupid, silly documentary or fluff piece that the media does. No, this. This is what's going to drag yep. down our reputation down the shitter. It's when people like Ripley decide to do stupid outbursts and do stupid performative stunts like this. It does. And it reflects poorly on everybody else in the furry fandom. So anyway, that's our show for tonight. Thank you again for listening. If you like what you hear, please feel free to like and comment and follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Again, we have a lot of great stuff happening on Twitter. And also, please feel free to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss a new episode. I know we've been very irregular with uploads and we're trying to work very hard to make sure that that's uh, cleaned up. Our next episode will feature the hosts of the Higher Mammals podcast, actually, Barbecue Skunk and Parker Hyena. So don't miss that. We're going to be talking a bit about uh, furry documentaries. And also, we will be featured on their episode on October 29th. So definitely don't miss that. Anyway, with that said, it's time to say goodnight. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Follow us online on Twitter, twitter.com slash liftyunleashed. Don't forget to subscribe for the latest episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Unleashed is brought to you by executive producer Brandon Squire, hosts Lifty Husky and Texiote. Produced at the FJB Studios, Seagirt, Maryland. Opinions expressed on this podcast are the respective views of the hosts and guests only. Unleash. Shut up, bitch!